T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. Happy Monday. Hey there. It's Hancock and Kelly. Here we are. How are you? I am well. Dude, I just love... How long have we known each other? Uh, we met in 2003, two? 2004. You think? Yeah, yeah, I'm positive. Okay. So that's, uh, so four, you got to 14, you got to 15, and 16, so it's like almost 20 years. So I just learned something about you. You did. Like, that is so imperative to know about you. Yeah. Your name. John Hancock. How you got your name, John Hancock. Yeah. Tell me. Well, uh, so, you know, in my family, we had, you know, my sister, uh, Paula, she was born uh, a long time ago. <laughs> and then my brother, Jay, was born kind of a long time ago. And then my mom had a miscarriage and my parents were done having kids. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, at the ripe old age of 37 and 36, Paul and Kay Hancock discovered they were pregnant with a surprise baby. That would be me. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was the uh, fall of 1963 when they discovered they were pregnant. And my mother's sister, her only sister, my Aunt Totsie. Totsie? Uh, Totsie. Aunt Totsie. First of all, I love that you have an Aunt Totsie. Oh, Aunt Totsie was the did, best. Did Aunt Totsie smoke cigarettes and she drink did. drink like uh, real hard liquor? Aunt Totsie was the best. Yeah. The best. <laughs> Don't, that would just sounds what an Aunt Totsie would do. I played the Come piano. over here, Johnny. I played Take the, a little sip of this. I played the piano at Aunt Totsie's uh, <laughs> funeral uh, yeah. uh, several years ago. But uh, anyway, Aunt Totsie and Uncle Tim, they uh, had a son in 1962. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tim Kennedy uh, was Aunt Totsie's husband. Okay. And so they named their son John Kennedy. How in about 1962 that? after uh-huh. the, president the president of the United, United States. States. Yeah. So mom and dad Hancock, they get pregnant and... Uh, so that's I became John Hancock. Is that right? And had my father been Dillinger, I would have been John Dillinger. Was I mean, I, was this discussed? Uh, like, it did you ever have a conversation with your parents about how no, you were no. named after yeah, 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 in, a, yeah. in a rivalry? Yeah, my mom. She said John means God's gracious gift or whatever. Right, right. But it was a totally sibling rivalry. I, yeah, I, but I, I mean, did she ever admit that? No, no, never, never. But you know, it's okay. clear. I mean, uh-huh. you got John Kennedy over here. Yeah, you got John Hancock over there. I want to know yeah. more about Aunt Totsy. Oh, she was the best. So I can just see her smoking cigarettes and having a Tots a was, martini. Tots was uh, 
she was fabulous uh-huh. and um, so much fun and loved. I loved going over to Totsi's house when I was a kid because uh, there's always great fun to be had. And uh, she put the food out there and yeah, she was she was great, absolutely <laughs> great. Well, we spent a little time. Thank you for that for that yeah. little history That's lesson my, on how you honor. came around. I loved it. Yeah. I've now know something about you I that I have not known for twenty years. You You've didn't never that told that story. Huh. If you told that story, it you must have listening. been like... <laughs> well, which, which would be understandable. In the first days of our friendship... PJ, the be, guy doesn't listen to half of the what stuff is, I, I say. PJ, is, is he talking? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, you don't watch half of the things that are going around you on, by us. So I miss We played stuff. pool yet, earlier tonight. <clears throat> Go ahead. <clears throat> yep. You know, I, uh, I don't like to talk. Yeah. But, um, you know what... What would have been witnessed if people would have seen it mm-hmm. uh, tonight mm-hmm. on the pool table Yeah, um, was a thing of almost, I, I think you could call it magic. So we played, what, magic. three games of cutthroat, or three games of um, rotation, and you beat em. me at that. I won them. And we had a game with our good friend Barney. I won it. Um, we played cutthroat, best to, first to three, and, and you won that. Okay. It was, well, uh, yeah, so, it's it's hard to, yeah. it's, it's mm-hmm. hard to, mm-hmm. to have that much, you know, stuff going on and, and not uh, talk about it. But, you know, I try to be – I don't like to talk about I my you. records, you know. I, John, we all appreciate how humble you are yeah. when it comes to this, yeah. especially the person who you beat to an oblivion every time you play. Well, but, but you're uh, getting so much better. Okay, shut up. So we're driving here, and John and I follow each other from my office. Because over I the, have the magic key He's got the magic open key the that opens the gate. Michael here. can't open the gate, no. but I have the key to open the gate. For for our cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you have to open the gate. Yeah. So you, you get us in here. Right and behind then, you. Right. And so tonight we're driving over here. Yeah. There's, what, three stoplights, which means it's going to take about 15 minutes in downtown yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah. yeah, and the lights are time for New York City. Exactly. No, nobody's but, on the road. Yeah, and so today there was a little bit of traffic out there. I bet the roads were about 5% capacity. Really? When we were coming over. Meaning when we came to a stoplight, there were more than just you and I at the stoplight. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I'm watching out of my rearview mirror. I'm trying to look at you. That's important. And all of a sudden, this black Impala comes speeding around us. Yeah. I mean, he must have been going 40 miles an hour, blew through the stoplight while, you know, cars were supposed to be going. Where? Right there at uh, 15th Street or 14th Street. Huh. Yeah. And so then uh, the, the guy goes blowing by us. Then he goes up to the next stoplight and just takes a turn, never looks, anything. It was crazy. Wow. And I said to you when we get into the parking lot, I said, hey, did you see the, the guy going blowing by us? No. He said no. <laughs> I didn't know. And, and then he proceeded to tell me how he can't wait to teach his granddaughter how to drive. And I thought the last human being on the planet who ought to be teaching anyone how to drive an automobile is you. Well, I'm not. You a- want a gold medal when you put a, in a parking job and you put the car between the yellow lines. Yeah, I'm not a particularly uh, gifted driver. Uh, but I'm also not very observant. Gifted? You know? you, I, you'd be great in a game of bumper cars. So, so right outside my neighborhood, my subdivision, uh-huh. they built this um, orthopedic surgery center. Okay. Five stories. Magnificent right. building. And so Georgiana and I are going out to dinner one night. We, we pull out of the, the, the neighborhood, and I said, "Whoa, that when they build that?" And she said, three years ago." It's literally at the end of your subdivision. It's right there. And so I'm not the most observant. I totally missed the driver tonight. Yeah, I apologize. But I expected you to be complaining about how long the lights were taking. 
And the first thing I said to you is, did you see that guy go blowing by us? Well, I was fiddling for the uh, little key for the garage door. Right. That's important. Yeah. And you got to find now, that thing. It's a little. You're the type of driver, John Hancock, that when a road is closed that you would take to come down here. Yeah. Having to figure out an alternative route is, um, you would just rather run a marathon than have to figure out another way. Well, because there's so many options out there. Yeah. I mean, you got the street over here and then, you you know, you can go right or left. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and I know I'm supposed to be going, you know, that way somehow, but some, then you get to a one-way street and you can't go that the way you want to go. And then you got to go the way yep. you don't want to go. And then you get on another street and right. pretty soon you're lost. So, and this is not like just unique to his automobile driving. He and I've spoken at universities before. So there we are on the campus of Wash U, right? Oh, and we're supposed to meet at the, uh, the big... Four pillar deal that's so huge there that I mean it is Washington University. So John's like, well, I can see it. He's calling me. Never seen a pillar. I can see it, but I, I I can't I can't get to where you're at. I'm like John. It's where all the people are at. It's national TV. It's MSNBC. There's lights on us. And he's standing in the middle of this field, turning around, and all of a sudden goes, oh, there you are. Like it would be impossible to miss us. No, the worst. Impossible. The worst was we were doing spring training one year. (laughs) And we were doing the the Brennan show from from (laughs) Jupiter. And, uh, you know, all the buildings look alike down there. They're all yellow. And so, you know, the first day they take me over and they show me where the office was. I get in there. We do the show. It's all great. And then, you know, you go to bed and get up the next day and you're walking. And I, I don't know which, but I can't tell which building to go PJ, into. Literally, his hotel is across the street from where we were broadcasting. They, they all look alike. These buildings. you you could putt a golf ball on a green to how far why he had to go, you, and he got lost. A development where every building looks alike. And, and so, uh, I went, and this is coming from a guy who lives in Chesterfield, went, where everything looks alike, including the, the people. The wrong building. But then I called Michael, and he said, you go into this building, <laughs> which was great. And it was uh, it was 2019. <laughs> so the code to get into the broadcast room was 2019. I remembered that. And uh, so I get to the right building, and I go to the what I thought was the door for the broadcast studio. <laughs> I go up to the little keypad there, and I type in 2019. <laughs> it opens up. Here I go. I open up the door. I am now in the weight room of the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> He's in there working out with Yachty and Albert. <laughs> They're all in there lifting weights. I'm thinking, wait a minute. This is not the broadcast area. <laughs> Just imagine a room full of the most finely tuned world-class athletes and ever. Me. And then walks John Hancock. Yeah. Yeah. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> all right. Well, that's about enough of this. When we come back, it's our weekly visit with John Hancock. Junior, and he's going to join us and talk a little. Uh, well, he's our NFL insider after all. Uh, that's coming up after this on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela. 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Every week at this time, we go to our sports insider. He's none other than John Hancock Jr. Jr., how are you, brother? Doing golden, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great, and I'm most excited because this morning when I woke up and I pulled out the Twitter, one of the names trending on Twitter was was Baker Mayfield, and I knew we were going to have you on tonight, and I love your rants on Baker Mayfield. By the way, what is your general sentiment on Baker Mayfield and, and him in the NFL? Well, you know, Baker Mayfield, Michael, I think you know it as well as anybody at this point. One of the biggest frauds in the league. And, you know, that's bearing itself out. It's a shame. This is a guy who has shown flashes, flashes of being a top 15 quarterback in this league. And now he can't find a job. He's got two possible suitors left. Seattle and Carolina, Robbie Anderson, a Carolina receiver, not a good one, mind you, but nevertheless said he does not want Baker on his team. <laughs> What's the matter with this guy? I mean, he's an NFL quarterback. I mean, he can't be that bad. Uh, he's, a, he's a mental midget, as you might say. Uh, he admitted on the podcast he won on. I don't know if you saw that. It was a total disaster. He admitted that he himself has a Napoleon complex, which is not something you want to say when you have temperamental issues that he has demonstrated time and time again. Wow. So is he not able to – so mentally he's not up to the job of, of, of piloting a team. No, you compare him to you know Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. You know they're team first guys. They always first ones to accept the blame. He's pointing out excuses. He was talking about how many coaches and GMs he had on the podcast during his time in Cleveland. No accountability. He did nothing during that interview to go out and own up to his mistakes, prove that he was willing to correct them, and that he was willing to fight for his spot in the league. Hmm. Well, you know the the talk of him going to Seattle. Side note, by the way, that you know who the coach of Seattle is, right? Yeah, he's, Pete Carroll. Carroll. Pete he's Carroll. the oldest coach in the NFL. He's the oldest coach in the world. But he also, but he looks young. I mean, he looks in better shape than nearly every other NFL. You know, he used to look like John Kerry, and, <laughs> yeah. and then and then John Kerry like aged off the charts, and Pete Carroll still looks yeah. like John Kerry of two thousand and four. But Pete Carroll has had a knack of being able to work with inside the heads of some superstars, right? He had. Uh, he's had some Marshawn head cases Lynch. out there. Yeah, Mark Sean Lynch and then dealing with Russell Wilson. I mean, he's had some some folks who've dealt with celebrity, and he also comes from that college-like atmosphere. Do you think he could whip him into shape? You know, if anyone could, I think Pete Carroll's a good bet. But the problem is Seattle has been selling their team for a rebuild. They're letting players walk. Obviously, they lost Russell Wilson. All they have left is DK Metcalf and you look at the team uh, Baker had in Cleveland. He had OBJ, he tried to blame again, and then happened to win a Super Bowl with the Rams. We all saw how great he looked in that game until he went down with an injury. He had a top offensive line. Uh, he had Nick Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt. He had a great team all around him, and he won't have that in Seattle. And I think see, uh, the Cleveland, when they had Baker, did a decent job of coaching to cover up his weaknesses. Um, and 
he's not going to be able to hide like that in Seattle. I think he'll be exposed, especially in the best division or sorry, second best division of football. Wow. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, so we're not looking at bright prospects for Baker Mayfield. Well, I, as many of you folks out there know, this week is the beginning of the world championship of snooker. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? You just said as many as you people would know yeah, out there. Everybody. John yeah. Hancock, you are probably the only person within the the listening audience of KMOX. Yeah. And mind you, uh, we go through almost 50 states yeah. who would know that that tournament is going on right now. I'm just saying, uh, as many of you know, uh, this week <laughs> it kicks off the world championship of the snooker tournament. And uh, our sports expert is on the line. And this week, we hear this. This is just ridiculous. It is insane, Junior. How are we dealing with this? That, of course, as you all know, is the walk-up song of the greatest snooker player in the history of snooker, <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan. He's competing. It's like him at a 2005 Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> He's competing in the world championship of snooker. Uh, Junior, how do you prognosticate what's about to oh, happen I'm, at the Crucible? I'm, I'm more concerned that we have a 15-year-old train song as his hype uh, entrance <laughs> song. Can you believe that, Michael? Can you think of a worse possible song? If you're an alleged athlete or competitor, you walk out there to train singing yeah. about drops of Jupiter. I, I guess he couldn't get the rights to a Nickelback song, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it'd probably fit the scene better. <laughs> hey, has your dad sucked you into Snooker at all? Unfortunately, he has. It's a fun game, better than I wanted to give it credit for. Yes, it is. It's fun to play, and it's fun to watch. Yes. But I don't know the players' names, and I surely don't know their walk-up songs. Ronnie the Rocket O'Sullivan. They all have nicknames, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Neil Robertson, the Thunder from Down Under. And and who's the number one player in the world? Ronnie O'Sullivan. I thought it was Trump. He used to be. uh, Not anymore. Trump is no. uh, Trump's had a bad season. Yeah, it's been a couple rough years for the. Trump. It has been a bad uh, time for Trump, but uh, yeah, Jed Trump is who we're talking about. Neil right? Robertson is the hottest player on the, on the tour right now, and mm-hmm. uh, he's got he's kind of the favorite for the world championship. But I think Ronnie O'Sullivan's got one more in him, and uh, can't wait to see it. Can we can we come back to a sport that people would care about? All right, fine. And so the NBA playoffs. I don't know if you've seen any of that, Michael. <laughs> I have. Did you see our own St. Louis Justin Tatum? The other night, yeah. walk off. Yeah, that Tatum, was... that was a good win uh, against the Nets. A lot of people were picking the Nets as an upset there. And did you see the crowd in Boston? They were giving Kyrie Irving all <laughs> yeah. kinds of fits. He was I love flipping it. them off. I love what? it. Yeah, Kyrie Irving flipped the uh, Irving. Am I saying his name right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Kyrie he, he flipped the, the crowd off. Well, you get don't you get a fine for that? I think he paid, what, $25,000, $35,000? Because if you do that in snooker, I mean, that's a big deal. What, if you flip off a yes, ball? yes. I can't imagine the crowd gets too loud at a snooker. Event. No, it's it's a it's a big fine. But we digress. Go ahead, son. Yeah, yeah. Jason Tatum had a great uh, <laughs> buzzer beater. I mean, how, how do you follow snooker with the NBA? You, you, know? you really can't. You really can't. Hey, did you see this though? Uh, they've been doing these celebrity golf matches over yeah. the last couple of years since the pandemic. They had Tiger and Phil. Play with Peyton and oh, yeah, Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, I saw that. Well, they just announced today that this year it's going to be four NFL quarterbacks. Ooh. So it's going to be Josh Allen mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. two younger quarterbacks, mm-hmm. 
taking on Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on June the 1st. Now, I, I don't much care for Aaron Rodgers. I don't, I don't really like him. And, I, and it has nothing to do with uh, COVID and anything else. I just think the guy's, I don't know. I just don't like his arrogance. I don't like much about him. I'm surprised that Tom Brady is teaming up with Aaron Rodgers here, aren't you? A little bit, but you know, Tom Brady's kind of an odd duck himself. Um, so really nothing he could do surprises me. I think he's cut to you know go on a tangent. I think Tom Brady's gonna have a very interesting post playing career. I think he's gonna get go all in on hawking his supplements and that kind of uh, alternative medicine. Why? Because he's like a defying age right now and he thinks yeah, he's got yeah, the he, fountain of youth. He's got that T B twelve, he's that Alex Guerrero he works with with the you know, diet and exercise that Belichick basically ran out of town. Um yeah, but I think it'll be interesting. It, it sure seems to work. I mean, the guy's my age, and he looks like he's twenty five. Yeah, well, that's one of the one of the things I want to do in my life is try the TB twelve method, see what the hype is about, see if it works. I think it might be time to give it a go uh, this fall. <laughs> I, can, I can give you weekly updates. Do you have a hyperbolic chamber you can sleep in at night? I'm sure he's got to be doing some Michael Jackson stuff. No, he's got to be probably trans <laughs> uh, blood transfusions. Right. You know, if people would just follow my regimen. <laughs> and uh, get out there on the snooker table. Uh -huh. I think you'd find that age-defying youth is uh, sort of the theme you, of my life. Do you find that, like, if you're two days in a row at the snooker table, you need a couple of days off the rest of the back and well, the hamstring? Well, the back, the back uh, you know, the back is delicate. It's uh, difficult. You got, you know, the squat. Um, but at my age, the squat gets easier. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Yeah. Our sports insider is getting ready to leave St. Louis. He He's is. taking a job up in Chicago. He How much is. longer till you uh, move on to the second city there, Junior? Two weeks. Is that right? April 30th, I'll be packing my bags, heading up north. You looking forward to it? I am. I am. It timed perfectly to miss most of the winter weather up there, so just in time for summer. No kidding. Now, but what are you going to do about baseball? You're up there in the town of a bunch of loser teams. Um, yeah, well... The White Sox, kind of an alliance with, you know, we both hate the Cubs. I remember I was kind of shocked uh, when I realized how much the White Sox fans dislike the Cubs. So there's a bit of an affinity there. They have Tony La Russa. Right. Uh, I got some friends who have Cubs season tickets, so I'm sure I'll be going to some games at Wrigley. And obviously, needless to say, will not be rooting for the Cubs. No. Uh, whoever, whoever they're playing. Well, there you have it, folks. Our sports insider, John Hancock. Well, he's going to continue to join us from, every week. From the Windy City. So we'll get updates from him. And then I can't wait till the Cubs card series are going on and he can give us a on-the-ground uh, assessment. Unbelievable. And when we come back, Michael Kelly has just the perfect plan for the oligarchs' yachts. That's coming your way next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. I am fascinated, John Hancock, about how they are seizing all these yachts of these oligarchs. They're Have you been seeing there. the pictures yeah, of these yachts? There. And then um, one of them's name is uh, Abramovich. He's right. the one who owned Chelsea soccer yeah. team. And he had a villa in France that they seized that's like a $200 million villa. Mm -hmm. Starting to wonder how much money these guys really had. I mean, it's you know, we, 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 we're, we're hearing these stories about um, Elon Musk you know, needing to maybe sell stock to be able to purchase Twitter. They had so, these guys had so much money. But my question is, we're seizing this stuff. What does that mean? Is it no longer theirs? Can well, we sell it? It's 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 a bartering chip, I guess. And, and so the idea is Putin is supported by these oligarchs. That's mm -hmm. how he 
and he's reported to be the wealthiest man in the world, Putin, you know, with all of his holdings and different things that he's literally been given uh, by these wealthy Russians. And he, in turn, provides economic opportunities for the oligarchs, and it's kind of a... A cycle. Yeah. So the idea is to begin to seize and make it hurt for these oligarchs and that they might turn on Putin and... Uh, convince him not to continue pursuing this war. I think that's the that's the point behind it. I don't think it's going to work. But um in the meantime, yeah, we're we're seizing these assets. So they're no longer theirs. Like they they don't they they well, we could sell them. Could we just give the Ukraine military all of these 500 foot yachts that we have, these luxury yachts? Yeah, they don't need yachts. No, uh, I, I'm no kid. <laughs> but I mean, what what do we do with it? Can we turn them into hospitals? No, I think, we're just gonna, I think we're going to hold them as a bargaining chip until we kind of figure out how this whole thing's going to end. And I think they're, I think the, the yachts and the assets are kind of a minor piece of all of this that's going on. Uh, it, it's pretty clear to me that Putin's not going to stop. The, the economic sanctions aren't going to make him stop. Mm -hmm. The Ukrainian military, you know, they're going to fight him, and but... That's not going to make him stop, and he's got you know superior numbers, superior equipment, and he's going to continue to pursue this uh, horrific thing. And I think at some point, you know, my my thing has been, and I hope I'm wrong about this, but uh, at some point, Vladimir Putin's going to cross a line that the rest of the world cannot countenance, and when that happens. We're in World War Three, and and I, you know, I right. hope I'm I'm hope I'm wrong about that, but I I don't see any other outcome to all of this. Well, well, well what's next? I mean, so he's invaded Ukraine. What what, what happens when he picks the next Na non NATO country and right. invades Moldova. that one? Right. Yeah, and he takes that. We it's is our line in the sand really only NATO countries? No, and and so there's a number of things that would trigger. The West to engage in this thing, the use of chemical weapons potentially, uh, the use of um, tactical nuclear weapons potentially, uh, the invasions of uh, Moldova or Romania, non-NATO countries that are also in the Russian sphere. Uh, there, there's a host of things that could draw us in. And, you know, if people forget you know, we didn't automatically get into World War One. That was a fight going on in Europe, and they were fighting amongst themselves. And Archduke Ferdinand was assassinated, and then Germany was fighting. And at some point, it got to a point where the United States said, "We got to get in this thing," and we went over there, and, and the war ended. World War Two, um, Hitler marching through Poland, and then eventually France and England. And, you know, we kind of sat back and said, that's a European war. We're not going to get engaged. And then Japan bombs Pearl Harbor and boom, we're in. This feels to me a lot like the kind of scenario where you've got this maniacal dictator who wants to go out and seize land. And that's what he's intent on doing. And he's not going to be stopped, uh, seemingly, that at some point it's inevitable that the West gets into this yeah, thing. Yeah, I just wonder what the trigger is. And the reason I ask that is because we, we, we talked about this earlier uh, last week 
Uh, I had said to you, you know, when I see the president of Ukraine speaking on TV in the 60 Minutes interviews and speaking before Congress, and he's literally begging us. Yeah. He's pleading with us to please help them. And we all feel it. We all want to help. Uh, but I almost have this, like, shame that we're not helping. At the same time, I understand why we're not helping. When does it just say— we're going to be doing this eventually now or later. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the red line. I don't know what the trigger is. Uh, I don't believe that the sentiment of the Amer the, the American people want Ukraine to prevail. That's clear, and and now more so than ever. But I don't think there is a consensus in this country that the U.S. should engage mil militarily at this point. And at some point, you know, those balances shift and. One of the great things about living in a democracy, as we do, is that the government rarely is able to get ahead of the of the people. And so at some point, the people are going to say, all right, it's time for us to engage. And something is going to happen that's going to trigger that public opinion sentiment. And when that does, that will tip the scales and we'll be in. And when we go in... We will go in with the West united, mostly. Hungary, maybe not. But, I mean, the, the West will be largely united. And what that portends then for China and North Korea as it relates to this conflict in Ukraine, I mean, I mean this, is a, this is a big deal. And a, <laughs> a, a, it's a scary situation mm -hmm. that has presented itself. And it's happened because of Vladimir Putin. And when we let him walk into Crimea in 2014... Uh, and really did nothing um, after he had gone into Georgia, after he had gone into Chechnya. Uh, and then subsequent to that, he went into Syria and did the kind of atrocities that the Russian military did in, in Aleppo. Um, this should not be a surprise to anybody. Well, here we sit, and uh, you just have to wonder uh, what that red line is going to be. And watching the news nightly is just it's hard. It's so hard it to is. watch people who are literally sitting ducks uh, from someone the entire world is in opposition to. And the guy's clearly violating international law. Um, there is yeah. no law right now. No. There's 100,000 people in Mariupol right now that can't get out. And uh, there's still a resistance fighting the Russians there. And, it, I mean, the horrors of it— uh, and, and we won't know because we don't have reporters in Mariupol, but we won't know the horrors that took place there until much later. But I can assure you that the stuff we saw in Bucha uh, after the Russian army left, which was horrible and ugly, is going to pale in comparison to what we're going to find uh, in Mariupol when that thing is over. It's just um, it's a human you know, calamity, and it's so sad and so horrific and so brutal and so wrong what's happening to the people of Ukraine. We'll be back right after this on Kim Wex. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. I know that I'm opening myself up when I even say this out of my mouth, but right that's ahead. what this is all about. It's like yes. putting it out there. You got to put it out there. Yeah. Every time I go on vacation... <laughs> When I come home, I get depressed that, oh, man, it's back to the daily <laughs> yeah, grind. Yeah. And I so what I like to do is set that next vacation mm -hmm, ahead mm -hmm. so that you have something to look forward to. So, you know, you got the uh, 
you got the book of the month club out there. That's where they, PJ, that's where they send you a book every month. Uh, you got uh, my son-in-law, he's in the uh, beer of the month club. They send him a, some beer every month. And you, you got the, Kelly over here is in the vacation of the month club. Well, it's not quite he, every, every month. month. He, it, it is every month. And it has been every month for decades. There he is on the beach now. Yeah. You hear it? Let's uh, listen as the seagulls uh-huh. fly over the coastline. As you put your toes just into the But you know what I'm saying? It's fun to have sand. a vacation to look forward to. Yes. Yes, every do you, month. Did you ever do the, like, the? did you ever do the uh, holiday road trip with the whole family, like the movie vacation where you load so, up into the family truckster? Uh, I had the vacation from hell. What? Um, it, it, so we have some dear friends, and I hope they're not listening. Um, but they <laughs> Safe to say you're okay. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> So years ago, the kids were little, and their kids at the time were little, and and they came back, and we were having dinner one night out on the patio, barbecue, having a glass of wine, and uh, and they said, you know, telling about their vacation to Lake Skigamog. Where? Lake Skigamog. What? And uh, <laughs> where is Lake Skigamog? Somewhere in Michigan. Okay. You know where they've got great lakes. In Lake Skigamug. What does Skigamug so, mean? Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. So, but they're telling us how lovely and quaint and um, uh, rustic the whole experience was, and how the kids had such a magnificent time at Lake Skigamug, uh-huh. and uh, and how reasonably priced it was mm-hmm. to go to Lake Skigamug. Right. So we get online. This is in the early days of the uh, internet. Okay. And uh, so you get there and you look up, you know, Lake Skigamug, and uh, well, it looks lovely. You got a lake out there, boats on the lake, you know, and uh, little cabins littered uh, along the lake. This is a big, so this is a big lake. You could ski on this lake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and no. So, oh. uh, so we we get on the phone. We call Lake Skigamog, and we uh-huh. make the reservations. And oh yes, we'd love to have you, and it'll be excellent. So we took my mother and father in law. Okay. Uh, Georgiana and me and the kids, okay. and then uh, her brother Danny. At the time, and he was single at the time. So it was all of us, and we were going to get this little cabin there at Lake Skigamog. And so we're driving, you know, and it's a it's a drive. And you're, you're driving through. It's forever. And it's we're all in, like, a car. I mean, it's, like, it's horrible. One car together? It's horrible. And, and oh. you know, and, and the people, they're taking garlic pills, and that's never, <laughs> that's never good in a car. And, and so... <sighs> So finally, we get to Lake Skigamog. And we, we, Garlic pills. We found it. Yeah. And, uh, and and the cod liver oil, too. But yeah. that's, not oh. as bad. that's not as bad as the garlic pills. So we, we get to Lake Skigamog, and uh, there's the uh, the office right there. And so I, you, you, you walk in, and, you know, I got my credit card there. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and they say, uh, now you're, you're going to pay for the week in advance. And I said, okay, uh, here's my credit card. They, no, 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 cash. <laughs> <laughs> they want cash. Well, that was my And you first... did not know this? No, it was my first clue that perhaps not all was well Oof. at Lake Skigamog. So, yeah. So, I, you know, we took some cash. You know, here's... <laughs> Scraping it together, kids. <laughs> Give me your allowance. The August we went to Lake Skigamog was the warmest, hottest August <laughs> in the history of Michigan. Michigan. yeah. And so we get to the cabin, no air conditioning. <laughs> it, 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 oh. it, it, is, it is like it's like an inferno in there. 
And so the second night, after the first night, nobody slept. It was sweating and it was nasty and it was gross. And I said, I'm going to Walmart and I'm going to buy some fans. And I drove to the Walmart, Michael. Uh-huh. They were sold out of fans. Yeah, sure. The it was the hottest Gigamon summer in the There's no fans at the Walmart. And, oh. and so now you got the second night. And I knew it was going to be a Did vacation. You think maybe we ought to just go home. It was bad. It was bad. I would go out to the car at night. <laughs> Start it up. Where, yes, it, where I could get the Cardinal games on Camo X in August. Woody Williams had just joined the team right. that season. And uh, and I turned the air conditioning on in the car and listened to the Cardinal games. That was my vacation at Lake Skigamon. Oh, man. And, one and how night, many days were you there? It was, it was, a, it was a week. And it, one night I got up out of bed. And I was so miserable. I was so sweaty, and the sheets were stuck to my skin, and it was just uh-huh. awful. And I, I got out of bed, and I just I walked outside. I walked, There was a flagpole there yeah. at Lake Skigamog. And I walked down to the flagpole. My yeah. entire family was standing around the flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> there we all were at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. Did they want to go home? Uh, it was Yeah, we made it. We, we, we toughed it out. But, Why? Uh, because we had paid cash. Uh-huh. And we were by gum. We were going to get our money's worth out of that uh, week long. Yeah, I understand what that's like. Yeah, Lake Skigamog. Interesting. All of which is to say, uh, boys and girls, that August is around the corner. Yeah. And if you uh, decide to steal away what? to Michigan, let me encourage you to go to the Great Lakes. You got <laughs> Michigan. You got Erie. You got Huron, Superior, Ontario up there. Not Lake Skigamog. Well, they don't all touch Michigan. All those lakes don't. Touch well, they're Michigan. but they're in the area generally. Okay. So <laughs> generally, it takes up half of the United States in the north. Yeah, I guess generally we're in the same. I mean, area. it's a big. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got a lot of water up there. What what activities did you do during the daytime there? Oh, so my brother in law and I got on a boat one day at Lake Skigamog. Uh, no breeze, of course. Uh-huh. So you're paddling and paddling and paddling and. and uh, <laughs> All of a sudden, I can't see anything. I mean, I can't see land. I can't see cabins. I'm thinking, what the heck? Are and and the la- I mean, I love my brother-in-law, but uh-huh. I would not want to die with my brother-in-law. Right. So, uh, you know, and so we're paddling and paddling and paddling. And finally, we got back, you know, and, of course, you're all sweaty at that right. point. And then you go to the nice, warm cabin. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was uh, another highlight of the. But you know what? Those are the types of memories that you and your kids will have forever. Oh yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, therapy. Do the kids still talk about that trip? Yeah, yeah, lots of therapy over that trip. How was the ride home in the car? Uh, very nice because the air conditioner. Was on. <laughs> so everybody yeah, was quiet. It was just so wonderful. You got the blowing the air conditioner. It was great. Yeah. Uh, how do we get onto that? Jeez. I, well, I was not planning to tell the Lake Skigamog story. Tonight. I enjoyed hearing about Lake Skigamog. So, I have learned some stuff about this guy uh, tonight. I finally found out where your name came from. So where from. are you going on vacation? I, I'm Well, the next trip I'm going on to is to Ireland with my That's mom. That's not until, what, July? June. Oh, June. June. Okay. Yeah, June. So your May vacation. My May vacation's at the snooker table with you, John uh, Hancock. Well, there you go. He's Michael Kelly, and I'm John Hancock. PJ's over here. Drew! is with us as well this evening. It doesn't get any better than that. When we come back, another visit from the great Sean Michael Lyle. You will not forget it. You will not want to miss it. It's coming up next on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 